guys and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and a Combo Podcast. I am one of your hostesses, the blonde half of the podcast, and my name is Cameron. And I am the other host of the podcast, Jenna. I am the natural brunette, but now redhead. And we love it. Yeah, love we love it. it. We're here for it. Yep. Um, and today's episode, we have a bunch of special guests on and we are doing some serious girl talk. Uh, we have listeners sent in questions that people had just like sent in that they wanted us to ask. And then we also threw a few other things in on there. Um, this is, it's our high school gang all back together. Um, minus the boys. Minus the boys. The, the girl high school gang. Yeah, the girl high school gang. <laughs> um, and yeah, I guess that's it. We are going to have them go ahead and introduce themselves. Oh, and we're not drinking anything today. Yeah. Because we're sitting here currently eating all of our leftover from our charcuterie board from last night yeah last night so we're eating goat cheese um uh, so you will know why we're all here together and we'll talk a little bit more about this a little bit later but we're all here for a girls weekend we've been trying to plan it for like forever and the last time we tried to all get together i got covid and then like somebody else was like sick and it was just a big old mess and mm-hmm. i feel like this is like our third attempt if i am honestly it feels correctly. like it yeah. at this point at least finally did it we're finally all together and with that, um, why don't you go ahead and start, introduce yourself. Okay, uh, I'm Megan. I was featured in a very early episode of Coffee and a Combo. Um, a very loved episode. Mm-hmm. Very popular um, episode. Conversation on contraceptives. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I guess if I have to reintroduce myself, but... Yeah, give us a little, like, give the pod team a little update. Because you're different. Your life. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Back, well, I feel like I'll start back in May 2020. I graduated from SCSU, got my degree in animal science, um, and I don't know. I don't like when people say they're minors, but I'm just going to. <laughs> um, in political science and Spanish, and then I had an internship this summer in Minnesota with a dairy and beef deal, and then this, this fall, I guess, I worked at home with farming and hauling silage and hauling corn, so that was real fun. And now, actually, I am working for the state as a meat and livestock inspector, which has been interesting, and it's eventful, but it's good. I'm learning a lot, and hopefully helping keep people safe with their food safety, so it's good. Okay, so I have a question for you. Um, If you guys are from South Dakota, or even like the Midwest, you know the East River-West River rivalry. Right. Megan, mm-hmm. coming from East River and now living West River, mm-hmm. which is better? Tell us which yeah. is better. Tell us so, how you feel. <laughs> so, yeah, now I live in Wall for my job. I'm Yeah, I moved there Wall drug. We all know Wall drug. Yeah, everyone knows Wall drug, you know? So, it's actually a good town, and, like, I guess in the winter they don't have a ton of tours, so I'm probably going to change my mind eventually in the summer. Yeah, it's, it's probably going to be crazy. Yeah, it might get, like, yeah. annoying <laughs> to have so many tours, but... It's okay. Um, I don't know. From my experience being West River now, I just feel like everyone is really friendly. Like, I always get waves on the road. Like, even more friendly than... Because people say, like, South Dakota in general is friendly. Yeah, but South that Dakota is, in like, general is friendly. It's a whole other level. Mm-hmm. But when I come East River, I don't know. People don't wave on the roads. People are know? snotty. Here. They don't do the finger wave. I... I don't know. I think it's just a little different. It seems like East River people are a little more uptight and do kind of think that they're better than like West River people. I think we need to explain for those that aren't from South Dakota. You guys, right, people right. do the finger wave. So when your hands are up on your uh, on your, your uh, steering wheel, your steering wheel, you put your finger up. 
And you or wave you at like everybody. Two. Or two fingers. Sometimes or like a whole little halfway. Yeah. And you wave at literally everyone on the road. On the highway. Mm-hmm. On the street. Everybody. Whether you know them or not. Yep. And then especially. I've noticed when I go from like Sioux Falls. And I start going through like small towns and stuff. You'll go through like a small town that like you only ever pass through. You never. You don't really know anyone there. And people will still do it. And I'll be like oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm in, I'm in small town South Dakota. I have to do this now. And start doing it. Yeah. And like you kind of forget about it a little bit. Mm-hmm, because yeah. no one really does it in. In Sioux Falls, but yeah. And then you go back, like I go back to Gettysburg, and I forget to be doing the wave. And you guys were saying that they aren't doing it. I feel as like much, it's but I feel like they're kind of dying. I don't know. And it's I'll sad. and I'll kind of forget to do it. Yeah. And then I'll, I'm like, and I'm like, oh gosh, people think I'm rude. And my brother says that there's this one guy. Oh, I won't say names. There's this one guy who never does it, and he's like, it makes me so mad. He's like, hey, he's the only guy. Which you said other people don't, aren't doing it, but he's like, he's the only guy who never waves. That is and such like, a small and he's town like so beef. He's like so peeved by it. He's like, he never waves. He just thinks he's better than everybody else. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh. It's so funny. That's Tailing funny. it and rubbed up. Okay. Okay. Um, next one is you. Um, give us a little introduction and what episode you were on. Okay. Um, my name is Miriam Knoble. Um, or Mim. <laughs> but... I was yelling at an arcade game earlier today, so I have a very low voice currently. Currently. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, I was in one of the earlier episodes as well. Um, 22 Countries Later is the name of the title. Um, you can go listen to it, I guess. Scroll way down, probably. It was um, uh, this past summer. It was almost a year ago, I guess. It was, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. beginning of COVID, kind mm-hmm. of, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> currently um update in my life if yeah i'm starting nursing at sdsu um really enjoying it living on campus it's been good yeah that's about all i have to say okay yeah um i'm trying to think if we have any we have any special questions for mem mem just give us a fun fact i feel like you like laid out your whole life story in that one episode so if they want to know too much about yeah. you they can go back and listen to that one but just for right n- new listeners, fun fact right now off the top of your head. Yes, I love it. Anything. Love to hear. I've driven an elephant. Oh, oh that's cool. okay, that is a fun fact. Okay, we love we that. Love it. We love that. If you want if you want more of the deets on Mim, go back and listen to her uh, solo episode with Cameron. Yes. We had a fun time. Okay. Next person is never been on the podcast before. A longtime friend. Obviously, was part of our friend group. Um, um beloved roommate. Um, beautiful soul. <laughs> We're giving you a big, huge thing because you've never been on here before. It is... Say your name. I'm Callie, and I was, yeah, in the OG gang in high school. And currently live with Jenna here in Sioux Falls. I, like Megan, I guess I'll go back to May 2020. I graduated from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln with an undergrad in biology. And then I moved back to, well, when COVID hit in, like, March. I moved back to Gettysburg and... Um, decided to pursue a degree in nursing, so now I'm in SDSU's Accelerated Nursing Program. I'm in my third semester right now, and that is going very well. I will graduate in August and have plans to move back to Nebraska. So that is me. Um, my question for Callie is, because I actually want to do like a whole episode on this, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of a lot for a whole episode, is Callie was in a sorority. Tell us a little bit about what being a sorority yeah. is actually like. What goes on? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Are the girls petty? What, what are, are some, like, true stereotypes versus what yeah. are some stereotypes us, that are, like, so not true? Tell us the tea. Um, so, not true stereotypes. That's easy. Like, all the girls are the same and, like, um, 
rich. I think that's often a stereotype. I paid all my sorority bills on my own. Like, I worked in the summer to be able to afford it. Also, you're not buying your friends. You're paying money to keep the house running for food. They fed us every day. It was really good. We had actually a live-in, well, not a live-in, a live-in house mom. She was amazing. Loved her lots. Miss her lots. Um, and then we have a house chef that came every day, and her name was Mom Deb, and she's the sweetest soul. Um, and she cooked for us. So, like, um, I just really hate when people say that, like, you're buying friends because, like, you're literally paying have, for I goods. actually had never heard that before. I had never oh, heard that either. But even you say, that. even if you're saying that, well, I do, didn't really go to college shows. No wonder I haven't heard it before. But even saying that, like, I would honestly pay to be, like, someone send me to a meet and greet so I can meet some cool chicks. Like, meeting friends is hard, so even if that was the case, I know you're saying it's not, but even if that was the case, I wouldn't judge anyone for that because meeting friends and out in the world is difficult. Mm -hmm. And, like, just joining a sorority, that doesn't guarantee you're gonna make friends. Like, you have to show up, you have to put in the time and effort. Um, I absolutely loved it. I'm not gonna lie, like, I have a great group of girls here, but, like, uh, being so far away from college, um, it was really difficult, especially in the beginning, and I really found, like, a family away from my family, like, one of my best friends, Emily, she's still one of my good friends. Like, we didn't have any time off for Easter. And, like, her family opened their home to me every year. And, like, mm-hmm. I went to her family Easter. And same with, like, my friend Bridget. And um, just going back and their family, like, was really, like, welcoming to me. And, like, they became my family. Um, same with, like, my friends May- my friend Maggie, too. Like, I would go to her sister's house and hang out with her and her nephew. And um, they, re- they did. They became, like, um, my people. You have, like, a bunch of dances. And they were all in my sorority, too. You have, like, a bunch of dances and stuff, right? Yeah. And we have, like, social events with, like, fraternities and other sororities. And I should say the whole buying your friends thing, um, that came from people, like, on campus that weren't in Greek life. Oh, yeah. Like, they would, like, I feel like it was often a stereotype. I say some true stereotypes, though, is, like, people, like, say sisterhood a lot. But, like, um, I guess what I found was really cool, like... When anyone was going through anything, like, really hard, like, everyone was there to back them up, like, 110%. Like, we had sisters that lost parents in college, and, like, mm-hmm. we actually lost a sister. Um, when I was a junior, she had just graduated the year prior, and just, like, like watching us all come together for, like, events like that, um, it really is, like, family. Um, That's yeah. awesome. Okay, I- and even the people that, like, you don't talk to very often, yeah. like, you walk in the house, everyone says hi. Um, right. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. I really loved it. Can I ask a question? You sure can. Um, so I had like a few friends in uh, Greek life at SDSU and I know that they had certain things that they could not tell anyone, you know, like during initiation, they're like, these are secrets. Secret, stuff. secret, oh, secret. Oh yeah, there's all the secret yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I, is that true? Is yeah. There, there, there are some things that in like our ritual that are secret. I mean, I was 100% never hazed. Like that is not a thing anymore. Um. I know it was, like, in the past, but, like, definitely nothing like that. Um, like, what? But it, it's almost like, um... What are... Why, yeah, what, what are is the secret? point of secrets? Yeah, I know you can't tell um, us what they are, but what, yeah. what is it? I'm um, so it's confused. Like, you know, like, at church, like, there's certain... Like, you say the Lord's Prayer at this time. Or, like, there's just certain things, and, like, our creed is really important to us, and anyone can know our creed. Um, um Which, I mean, we could share it. I could... You. I should be able to say it, but I, I'm... The first line is escaping me at the moment. Um... really bad that I don't know um but like it's just like certain things about like our history that you learn in initiation and like as you're initiated like you just find out more about like the history of Fimeo and like all the women that came before you and like how they really paved the way because they like start Fimeo was the second women's fraternity it was called back then in the U.S. and like 
that was back when like women didn't even have rights like they couldn't even vote Uh, and it's like you just found out like a a lot of really cool information like that okay and just like a lot of the reasons why behind a lot of our stuff and then another question i have is i feel like when you see stereotypes of sororities a lot of the times it's like the southern sororities like all the girls are Mm -hmm. like super tan mega skinny all look like picture perfect kind of thing right so do you think that maybe like your sororities in nebraska were like the, do you think the a little more inclusive yeah, and diverse? Do you think like the ones in yes. the south are maybe different, a little different? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was never like at headquarters or anything like that. But like, I know FIMU is big in the south. Like, they're very well known. Um, yeah, they're very much like rooted in the south. Our headquarters is in Peach Peach, Peach Tree City, Georgia, and um, yeah, I mean, sororities are different down there. I think um, a lot of their traditions are different, and I yeah. think UNL has different traditions too. Um. Yeah. I would say, like, my sorority personally was very inclusive, which I really, really, like, liked. It was one of my favorite things. But I also served on our Panhellenic board, so that was, like, all 16 sororities had a governing body. And I was my chapter's representative for that. And I thought we had, like, a very good relationship with other chapters. And, like, on campus, like, I had, like, some of my really good friends were in other chapters. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was really inclusive. And, like, our creed, I... My favorite line in it is, like, to be to others what they would, we would be to us. No, I said that wrong. <laughs> to be to others what we would, they would be to us. And it's just basically, like, treat others how you want to be treated. Okay. Yeah. And I really feel like, um, like, just, like, pride in being a woman was huge in being in a shorty. So oh, that's awesome. I really found a lot of that there. Okay. Super cool. Thanks for sharing that. We yeah. kind of put you on the spot there. We did. That's a question we didn't practice. However, that's yes. uh, really interesting. Interesting yeah. stuff to learn. All right, you guys. We are going to take a quick break for this lovely coffee pour, and we'll be right back. Even though we're not drinking coffee, it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so we're going to start with the listener sent in questions, and the first one is... Thoughts on feminism. Hmm. 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 <laughs> I think this is Mim talking. It, yeah, this you know, is Mim. In case you need um, to learn our voices. I think it depends on your generation. Because I think the word has had a lot of different meanings throughout the ages. And so I think you can't just simply say feminism and expect everybody to know what, what you're, talking you're talking about. about. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Because in every person, you need to define it first, I think is what is crucial because some people have the same views, but we'll be arguing about it because they're they defining it. realize it. Kind of, yeah. Because yeah. um, yeah. I realized like with my parents, feminism to them is the people believing, um, like women in the fifties who were very like, I'm going to go live in a cabin and not shave. And I need to be able to do just as much as a man can. And I will conquer and I'm better than men in a sense and I don't think that is right but I think nowadays I think feminism is more of equality yeah in a sense of men and women are equal yeah at least that's how I see it that's how I define it yeah which I think men and women should have equal rights I don't however think men and women are the same no yeah yeah I think that was a really good way to explain that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I think that yeah it does and it does get lost a little bit in translation a lot because I mean because even now still there's some there's some women who take it to the extreme where they're like men are trash we hate men yeah. like men are beneath us we're yes. so much That's better we're like, above no, everyone like we hate 
we hate men, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, why? why? Yeah, I think, like, death to what the patriarchy. Yeah. yeah. Which is mm-hmm. not really... This we should all be equal. Yeah. yeah. So right, yeah. Day, I feel like that, mm-hmm. for me, that's what feminism means, is that, mm-hmm. you know, there are disparities, and, like, it's proven that women, you know, make less money than men. Like, there are many statistics mm-hmm. out there. Um, So I think, I guess, in today's world, feminism is just, like, trying to get both men and women... On, on the same equal playing, yeah. playing field. And yeah. I think, like, even a lot of just, like, respect for women, like, right. obviously, like, it's more prone that, like, women are abused in relationships, like, domestically, sexually, yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah. And so, like, we need to, <laughs> obviously, that should stop in society and, like, recognize that women are equal to men and they shouldn't be treated that way. And... Yeah, we should be getting equal pay. We should... I don't know. I think there's just a lot of things that... Yeah, like, different, but, like, equal in respect and dignity. Like Right. Yes. I think we're going to go into this a little bit more in the next question. Um, but also, like, what are your thoughts on gender roles? So those just... Oh, wait. Never mind. Someone else talk first. Um, yeah. Like, traditional gender roles. What are your thoughts on that? Um... I think they're trash. I think, um, like, I guess when I think of gender roles, like, I think people should be able to be whoever they want to be. Like, just because you're a girl doesn't mean you can't, like, drive race cars when you're a kid. Just because you're a boy doesn't mean you can't play with dolls when you're a kid. Like, kids should be able to do what they want. And then, like, later in relationships, like, even, like traditionally the man is supposed to be the breadwinner. But even if the woman is, I don't think that should be, like, a big deal in the relationship, like... I think normal, like, gender roles that we think of, like, I'm glad we live in a day and an age where, um, you know, they're getting more and more progressive in the way that they're not as stereotypical as they once were. Like, the woman has to stay home with the kids. Like, a dad can be a stay-at-home dad nowadays. And, like, yes. like mm-hmm. 50, 60 think... years ago, that was not heard of. Right? I do think, though, it also, like, that it's funny because we kind of talked about this a little bit with, um, when we had the guy episode on. And some of them said that it would not bother them one bit if their wife was the breadwinner. And then some, at least one other person said, Carson, we love Carson, um, said, we just talked about him like in yeah. the last episode, that he, it would bother him 100% and that he would not like that. And so I do think that like when you're in a relationship, that's just something you'd have to talk about and figure it out. You know what I mean? Like right. If, if the guy, if his ego is going to be hurt by the fact that like he wants to be the provider of the family... And maybe that relationship isn't right Isn't right for you. Yeah. Like, that's just not going to work. Um, I think... I don't know if my opinion is necessarily different, um, or completely opposite, but it is... I think it's... I think I have a little bit of a difference of opinion on it, because I think to say that they're completely wrong is a little bit misleading, in my personal opinion, um, because I think we can't ignore the fact that like psychologically emotionally like women are wired to be caregivers we have that mm-hmm. maternal instinct we have that we are created i believe as a christian that god created us to be caregivers and to be mothers and to make the home and all that stuff does that mean that we can't go out and conquer the world and be ceos and make empires and do amazing things no but i think it would be a little bit ridiculous to say that a lot of these gender norms weren't created on something substantial like no it wasn't a lot of it i think in history has shown us that it was some 
you know, obviously, like, the patriarchy or whatever, or we were being, um, you know, mistreated and put into a box. And yes, all of that is very true, but I think it would be, um, what, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, I think it would be naive to say that it wasn't built on something, because I think that women are programmed, like I said, to be caregivers, and we have that maternal instinct to love and to give, and we... Oh, we are driven with our emotions a lot more than I think men are a lot of the time. And we're just made that way in the same way that men are made to be the protectors, the providers. And I think that we have been wired that way. Does it mean that men can't be loving and have that like instinct to care and be soft? No. In the same way, it doesn't mean that men, that women can't go out and be, and make the money and bring home the bread and whatever you're and build empires. But I think that one does carry more of a gender norm and one carries other gender norms I think it's I think us as a society a lot of the reasons that we're crumbling is because we have just pushed almost in spite pushed gender norms so far to the side Mm -hmm. and ignored them so completely and almost are rejecting them to spite our own face if that makes sense yeah no I totally agree with you on that point like yeah I was talking a little bit earlier before we started the podcast about, like, yeah, the feminine genius and, like, we are obviously, like, different than men. We just kind of talked about that in the last question, but I don't know. I kind of think that, yeah, like, there is a fine line of being progressive with, I don't know, yeah, completely, like, cutting the line out of the picture of generals is probably right. not the best idea. I, but in the same way, Cal, like Callie said, can guys be stay-at-home dads and yeah. stay home with the kids and be caregivers? Absolutely. Especially if they mm-hmm. want to. Especially if they, if they don't want, want to. And, and like you said, like that's something... Too, right, that's something you need yeah. to talk about with whoever you're in a relationship with. But I think at the same time, we can't completely put gender roles to the side because mm-hmm. that's where you, you know, see um, collapses in families and where you see divorce rates spike and where you see Mm -hmm. men leaving the home and you know kids getting raised without strong parental figures and then that causes issues and stuff like that so I think like you said there's needs to be a line but I think a lot but we need to be progressive in some points too Mm -hmm. that's my personal opinion yeah um I think what we do is this is like on a different but same topic um I think we discredit what it means to be a stay-at-home mom and a yeah. caregiver and yeah. a homemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we think that going out and making money and providing and having it all is this great experience, and we discredit what it means to um, stay at home. And I think it like is different because yeah. we undervalue it. But I also realized that 50 years ago, women were washing clothes by hand and probably not 50, probably like... <laughs> 75. We get what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. Um, I forget that it's 2020. I still think it's 2000. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I wasn't have, even yep. alive then. Um, but um, yeah, it was difficult and it was more respected at the time because you are looking after probably seven kids mm-hmm. and cooking a meal, not heating frozen food up in the like oven. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a vacuum cleaner. You are beating rugs outside on a hanger and there's, more physical. There's a lot labor. more physical. And I think it was much more respected. And you were mending clothes and sewing clothes. And you had yeah. to provide all that. And you had to know how to... Um, it was like a role in your part as a society. Right. And I think now, since we do have technology, it has made the homemaker life a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And so it has become devalued. And so women are looking for a place to 
take a step in society. And I think that's where we look to trying to um, be like CEOs. And that's not a bad thing. And I love that. And I love families where I know people like dad is breadwinner or stay at home dad, incredible man, wife, surgeon at Mayo. Like right. that happens. And that is amazing. I think God has created for them in my personal opinion. Like mm-hmm. he created them that way. Um, but yeah, like the same thing, like couples mm-hmm. should look to each other and find somebody that they shouldn't both want to stay at home and right they have that conversation before you get married and have kids yeah yeah i Um, yeah i I just think there's a happy there's a happy Mm -hmm. balance between we've made so much progress and now there is options because like even back then where it was like you said more respected for for women and it was a harder job to be a stay-at-home parent to be a stay-at-home mom honestly uh, also women weren't even given the option yes. that they were And today. that's why I'm grateful that there are the options right. too, because you know, not everybody's going to get married. Um, right. I was thinking about this cause fun fact, I'm three years younger than everybody here. I was a <laughs> freshman when they were in like seniors. So that's all. But Min was cool. She was I a was cool, cool freshman. Yeah. She wasn't a regular <laughs> freshman. She was a cool freshman. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But now I forgot what I was point. Oh yeah. So I started in college and part of me, I've, love education and I loved school my entire life but part of me is like I also believe in staying home and raising the family I don't think that women can have I don't think men or women can have it all you can't be the perfect stay-at-home yeah. mom and have a 40-hour mm-hmm. CEO life that's yeah because who say you care your kids not you uh, yeah right. I don't mm-hmm. and I think sometimes there are families like financially you have to do that mm-hmm. and that is yeah that's where you're at and that's hard and yeah but it's like it's okay like that's that's okay yeah you know you have to do what you have to do a couple has to make yeah Mm -hmm. exactly yeah but it's hard going to college and being realizing that I may never use this degree but I that I'm still using what I'm learning so it's just right but like all like your dreams and aspirations are just to be like yeah I'm not super driven I love education and I love learning and Mm -hmm. I'm like love it but you just kind of want a family. I, I want a family and I want to be like a neighborhood. You want to be the mini, minivan mom? Yes. I want to be, not the minivan mom. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to have a minivan? Um, no. I want to be the like. I feel like everyone says that and then they get a minivan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. The suburban mom. Won't be a suburban yeah. mom? No. What no. are you going to drive? Dear goodness. Hatchback mom? I'm going to have a Subaru, okay? Because I'm okay. outdoorsy. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I, um, I'm reading this book right now. It's called The Gospel Comes with a House Key. And I know they're all looking at me right now like, oh my gosh, you've already talked about this book three times this weekend. But it's so good. And it's this woman who has a PhD but has like stayed home. And she still writes books and stuff. So she's still <laughs> Obviously doing using, some stuff. Yeah, She's still doing some stuff. But she just is talking about the importance of like opening your house up to your community mm. and just being hospitable. And that's yeah. what you desire. And that's what I desire. And so it's just hard to like. Okay, so I'm, um, I'm, Sorry, trying, that's I'm, I'm kind of tying this into another question that someone sent in and they asked um, thoughts on biblical womanhood. And first off, why don't we say, because we were like, okay, what the heck is that exactly? Yeah, this is the first time any of us have I even heard of it. So pretty much I'll just say kind of like what we like found on the web and then we'll talk about it. Wikipedia. Yeah, Wikipedia. <laughs> Um, um go donate because they're um uh what what is it called uh something that's or other. been a that, notification yeah. for years there's been a notification for things. 
No, I know it's been around forever, but this year they're like, they're like, you guys, we're worse off than we ever have been, and they might have to start shutting down because mm. they run solely on donations. Interesting. Okay, anyways, yeah. it says it adopts a patriarchal view of gender roles and emphasizes passages such as Titus 2 in describing what Christian women should be like. Um, it is driven by the conviction that the virtuous woman serves primarily from the home is a submissive wife, diligent homemaker, and loving mother. And I really feel like we kind of already covered this. Yeah. I feel like we did, but I I, do, there's but a I word in there I really don't like, and that's submissive. The reason you don't like it is because you know, you don't know the, like, biblical term of it. Like, what the way it was used in, like, the Greek, like... The, Enlighten me. In the word, like, what the... the I so, so the I Greek think, meaning of... So, okay. The Greek meaning of the word submissive, which is what the Bible is saying. When we, well, when what, it, it, what is it? Well, Jenna was gonna talk about it. Oh, when oh. we, <laughs> so we covered this a lot because you guys, I like. It's a hard topic. It's it is a hard topic, but one thing that I think when people hear the word submissive, they immediately think in their mind obedient. Obedience and submissive are not the same thing. Um, in the Bible, it's we were we're told a lot of the time to be submissive to the law of the land. Which does not necessarily mean, because a lot of the time the law of the land did not meet up with God's law per se. And so what that means is not necessarily to obey it 100% of the time, but it's to submit to the consequences. So when Paul ended up in jail, he was submitting to the law. He's like, I broke the law and now I'm submitting to it. He didn't obey it, but he submitted to it. So it's essentially how they tried to describe it between us, the difference between obedience and being submissive to like something taking the is taking the consequences of your actions and not necessarily obeying it. I think we're even just being respectful. Or just being respectful of it. Mim, you're giving me a funny look. Yeah, I don't completely agree. Okay, but, what, what do you... Well, I think it is, like, it is that sense, but I don't think that, like, the obeying of the law, I think they obeyed it to the law unless it didn't obey God's law, mm-hmm. in a sense. Like, right. As long as, I think, the law is... Aligned with the aligned word of with God. the word of God, yeah. I think you should obey it. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, is but like obey God's law, law because yeah. I mean God, obey God's, law. God's law is everything. Obey yeah. God's law, but it always said to submit to the mm-hmm. whatever the law of the land was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I think Paul it is humbling. In- and I think I don't know. It's hard for me because I think I've had to wrap my mind around it, and it's been like a long, tiresome like knocking me down, kind of. But it's God is the head of the like Christ is the head of the church to me, and then like, and then like the like husband and then the wife and I don't want the responsibility to be the head of the family. No, the husband is biblically the husband is supposed to be the head of mm-hmm. the family. Yeah. And well, that is just yeah, a like, spiritual leader just, yeah. and that is just how and it that is. That is a lot of responsibility like, and Christ the head of the church. And when it comes down to it, it's like I think part of it is like us as women are emotional yeah. and all this stuff and like I'm Not just always, thinking but yeah. Yeah, but I'm just like thinking of like different circumstances yeah. where like there's been like harder decisions or something like that. And I'll have a talk with uh, Brady about something. And he'll, like, say... I don't have a good example. He'll say whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's like, okay, I don't totally agree with it, but it's not hurting us. It's not whatever. And I'm like, okay, I need to respect his decision in that. And that's what he wants us to do. And that's what he wants us as a family, even though there's two of us. Um, Okay, this is a little bit off topic, but But somebody said... Can I ask a question about that really quick? Yeah. Well, this goes with that. Okay, but say that you were thinking the same thing. Would he be submissive to you in that aspect then too? This is where I I love this. Okay, so like I think like men and women. So like women, I think generally, this is not everybody. 
but this is in a general term maybe it's how culture has like produced us or god, like god and culture it's just kind of how it is sometimes for the most part um women desire a lot more love and affection we desire to be loved men deserve like desire to be respected respected yeah and i think in this submissiveness if you continue on in like other chapters in the bible where it talks about marriage and stuff it's like the man should be submissive also to his wife but the man should love his wife and the woman should be respectful and submissive to his her husband mm-hmm. in a way of like this is where women struggle because i don't really want to respect my husband sometimes like i'm not married <laughs> or dating anybody so like but you can think you I can, can imagine think, like, yeah I wouldn't really want to respect him all the time, but that's what he wants. Like, that is... That's, that's he how he feels that's loved. How, that's how he feels loved. Yes. And I feel loved by... Him uh, loving him you. loving me. Yeah. And affection. And so I think it's more of, yeah. like... It's not that you Words shouldn't do... Like, I should also love him, but that comes easier. Yeah. And he should also respect me, but that comes easier. Which comes him. with, I think, women being, like, more emotional and the how... Ha- oh, that... Yeah. So I, guess I don't think I'm it, that emotional. In the but, aspect yeah. of equality, I guess I think we should just both love and respect exactly. one another. And that's what I think the Bible is saying. Like, I do. So then why do, why do we have to differentiate it? Because then, it was written 5,000 years ago. And also, I think... And it's different interpretation. Also, and it's different interpretation. And different interpretation. But also, I think it goes back to that whole thing where it's more natural for women to be lovey-dovey. And mm-hmm. it's more natural for men to be respectful yeah that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying and like i mean you you guys take this all with like a grain of salt and just try to picture where i'm coming from here but in the, the way it's like hey it's more natural for you to be all lovey-dovey but i'm not calling you to be all lovey-dovey and it's like hey man it's not natural for you to be all lovey-dovey but that's what i'm calling you yeah. to do that for your wife it's a give and a take yeah. that you constantly have to be practicing within a relationship and then okay because so what I- marriage is not about serving yourself it's about serving other person yeah and also the thing is is that when god calls men to love his his wife in the bible it's men love your wife as like christ 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 loves the the church church. which you guys what did christ do for the church he died he sacrificed his life and so it's like it's not just like oh yeah love your wife it is like hey you make every single sacrifice that you can for that Mm -hmm. human being Mm -hmm. you lay down your life if it comes to it and then it's like hey woman person you respect him you support him and what he does okay yeah i know you want to move on but this is so no i didn't want to move on i had something to say before callie spoke and everybody's been freaking cutting me off okay Sorry, we're a little spicy over here. Get a little spicy. Um, this is like not biblical or anything, but there was this one, this guy, and he was saying something to me and Brady once, um, a friend, and he's like, men's work. He's like, women don't want to do it. He's like, example, the family dog is not doing well. Who wants to go out and shoot the family dog? The woman sure doesn't want to do it. Men's work. And so he was just like going through and like naming off all these things that like nobody wants to do, and he's like, men's work. And he's like very, like him and his um girlfriend are like very equal. Like she's... I would say over the top feminist like type of thing but it's still like there's still like those almost gender roles in a way it's like yeah. that's what the guy does like and, and honestly I, no it doesn't but I just thought it was so funny I had to but you it. even think about it you're like because me I'm like, like I'm a strong independent woman I can do anything I want to like I can go out I can jump my car myself I can change my own tire I can change the light bulbs I can hang up my own like you know decorations and I yeah. can move my furniture around and I can put my bed together I can do all this stuff I am physically capable of doing all this stuff I have the knowledge to do all this stuff but let's be honest would I rather I had a man around to do it for me absolutely kind of like mm-hmm. the quote-unquote manly things but some people wouldn't like when Jake's here and takes out the trash when Jake's here and he takes out the trash I'm like 
you know like yeah. that feminism stuff it's catchy but like look at this over here he takes out the trash but also beauty in a relationship also i was driving here and my car is making some funny noises and the idol's not completely correct but me personally i'd probably just keep driving it until it broke probably which is yeah. not healthy but i'm like I really need to marry a man who's going to be like, no, I need to fix this. Yeah. You know? Like, I, like, for everything, honestly, I would rather you go and fix my car. And you know what, honey? I will stay in here and I will bake you some bread and some pasta. Like, that is all I'm saying. Honestly, I thought out the point when we sit here and complain about, like, the things that we do as women versus them as men. And then I think about it in the middle of the winter when it's absolutely freezing and they're out there doing crap. It's like, I would much rather be like what you said, cooking bread. Cooking bread. And (laughs) And and they'd be like, I don't know what the heck the difference is between a teaspoon and a tablespoon. I'm going to go shovel snow. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, I don't know. But I think it's also okay, like, I live in a household, like, my stepdad loves to cook. Oh, yeah. yeah. And oh, I think, yeah. I think that's so cool. And you know what? My mom, she'll be out taking care of the dogs, and Brad will be making breakfast. And, like... There you go. That's yeah. And I that's think that's I okay, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I yeah. think it's all about, like, the relationship and the people mm-hmm. in it. Like, I just spent the week at the farm with Jake, and, like, I was outside in the mud with him every day. And I loved every yeah. second of it. Can I say something? And he made me breakfast every morning just because he rocks like that. Jake is amazing. Because he rocks like that. Jake, Jake. we love you. Hope you're listening. (laughs) Shout out. Shout Shout out out to Jake. So what I wanted to say, which is just amazing. So when God created man and woman in like biblical wording, it's like, like woman is a helper to man, right? Mm -hmm. Right. The word helper is the same word God uses to describe himself to man. Like God is a helper to man on this earth but like, if you think about it god is everything to man too. yes yes you but know he what I uses mean? Like, that same word so that's like, like a that's a deep word yeah, yeah clearly. it's a deep it's word deep. it's not like oh i'm your secondary aid. oh i'm under you and right. I'm he's your... helping man yeah but we're helping man we're because y'all man. you men can't do it without yeah. us <laughs> no but you know what i mean no it's i get just, what you're saying yeah totally god's not gonna like when women are helpers it's not like this it's not like you just tag along behind and like do his laundry no no it's an important like it's a beautiful role role. like god plays that role also beautiful it's very like interesting because i think men take on this role sometimes i was watching this is us and they were kind of talking about this a little bit she's like giving labor and she was talking about she's like they they're told from a young kid to suck it up to not cry to be these men and all this stuff and then she's like and then she's like she was giving birth like moments like this they break down and they're just like a little boy again who needs their mom Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about that and I mean this, like, in the best way. I don't mean this in a bad way at all. But I feel like eventually with when you have that completely, like, raw, um, beautiful relationship with your spouse, it is completely broken down. Like, they're a little boy coming to their yeah. mom almost. Like, you are. Yeah. Like, you are, like, a motherly figure. I do not want to be my husband. Yeah. In a you're, way. You're their home. You're their home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Brady and I joke all the time that I'm, like, his mom because he forgets things. Or I remind, like, you just have this motherly, like, caring yeah. aspect to you because that's how God created women to be. And all and to think about twenty different things yes. at once. Yes. yes. Like because yes. men, sure men are one thing at a time. Women are like and that's what thirty and things that is are literally right um psychologically proven that yeah. men I can think about Can't one thing at a time things. and women can think about several and how men have one box and they also have a nothing box they can go to. We learned about this in like Sunday school. Yeah. They have a nothing box they can go to and women don't have a nothing box. Yep. We can't just be sitting there thinking about nothing. Yeah. Which is interesting. We've really got to move on to the next topic. Yeah, sorry. Which is, you know what, we'll just, I'm going to pick um, the ones also, that slide into, like, you guys, all go together. Just a disclaimer, this is a conversational podcast. We're having a conversation, like... It's okay, we don't have to apologize. No, we're not apologizing, but also, 
people like are like I am on the other side and I just want to like yell at you guys and like tell you what I'm thinking all the time you guys like take everything we're saying with a grain of salt go do your own research we obviously like go look up your bibles or what research whatever the heck we're just having a conversation so don't come for us you That's still all. are allowed to have your own opinion. yes for now we, we are not we're not saying it. that like everything we're saying is black and white we're right you're wrong or true even. or true or anything like that or even well researched we're literally just having a conversation as friends. yeah i'm okay. thinking like callie does That's all <laughs> okay on. um deal breakers in a guy i just thought we were talking about relationships so this is gonna we're gonna jump to this smoking question. Oh, okay, yeah. Smoking. I grew up with parents that smoked. Uh, my dad still smokes, and I think it's nasty. I think it smells gross. Um, I can imagine being, like, attractive and, like, wanting to kiss someone after they had a cigarette. So, yeah, personally, smoking is gross. And if you have a nicotine addiction, get help. Um, I would say any addiction. Yeah, I second really. that. <laughs> um, like, I mean, if we just really want to go into it, like... Alcohol, nicotine, pornography, we're eating it. I'm like, I'm not here for it. Like, honestly, and like, that seems like so harsh, but Mm -hmm. like where I'm at and the kind of like, I don't know, like almost like there's a lot of stuff out there in the world and there's a lot of stuff you can fall into and like, oh, I have all like all the grace and understanding for people who have fallen into it and who are struggling with certain things i get that but like me i'm like dude like so like it's it's hard to not go down a certain path and i put a lot of work in myself to not go down certain paths Mm -hmm. and so i -hmm. need someone in my life who has also made made the the same same commitment and the same choices Mm -hmm. and have put in the same amount of work to not yeah i think it's important to uh, acknowledge with that though like like addiction is a disease. Yeah, and it, it, it's real, and I mean, people can live with it and recover from it, though. Yeah, yeah. But right. I think oh, that's like 100%. really uh, noble of people. Mm-hmm. But it's probably do, not a but... good decision to be like, brand new dating relationship. I'm gonna get with an alcoholic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, if well, you're like, married yeah, maybe to them, if you help them get help, and then and then actually become a romantic right. relationship, or you're yeah. already married to them and they become an alcoholic, like yeah, obviously supporting them, you're committed. You need to help them. Yeah. Totally. That's not what we're saying at all. Yeah, no, no. Not, like, yeah, not talking about anyone. I think another um, good one is that you're on the same uh, religious, biblical, whatever page. So, like, for example, we've had this conversation. I hope Megan's okay with me saying, saying <laughs> this. Yeah. But Megan's not going to get with somebody. Get with somebody. <laughs> She's not going to marry someone, date someone seriously who's not Catholic and doesn't want to raise their family in the Catholic Church, right? Yeah. Um... And I would say and we exact- support that a million percent. And yes. I would say the exact- because even though I'm not Catholic, I know that that is important to Megan and important to her family in the yeah. future. So, but I would say the exact same thing. I yeah. am not going to. I would even go as far as to say like Lutheran and Methodist is. I don't want to be with somebody who is devout Lutheran and wants to raise our family in the Lutheran church yeah. or the Methodist church because there's things that I disagree with that. And so we need to be on the same page um, with how we want to raise our family. What do you with Catholic? With where Just we believe. Curious. What? You didn't say Catholic. No, not definitely not Catholic either. No offense, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> no! But you just didn't mention that. I was just saying, well, I was saying Lutheran and Methodist. I was saying Lutheran and Methodist because they are closer to, like, what I, what was, I consider They're myself non-denominational. Protestant. Yes, yeah. Protestant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but anyways, that's what I'm saying is, like, you need to be, like, on the same page. So, like, even if you are Mormon... 
with a non-Mormon. Like, that's not going to work. Or, no. like, if you believe in God and the other person doesn't believe in God, like, that's not going to work, like, right. at all. Especially when you have children and, like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's and, your worldview. It's right. how you view right and wrong and and even yourself, down to even yourself. even the down church doctrine how you know you are going well, the to church services are even marriages. so different yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like megan you probably wouldn't feel comfortable coming to like a church service that i go to yeah would you well i mean i'd be fine going with it but like but I'm, you're not gonna like it's, you're not probably gonna like enjoy it i, no, I enjoy I mass i'm not catholic i was gonna say i yeah. i don't love catholic services but i'm not catholic so because i wouldn't yeah, grow yeah. up that way mm-hmm. yeah so I don't know, I'm, really good I mean, I'm happy that you like Mass. Yeah, I, like <laughs> I also am a very like. I love tradition. I think there. Was, I think that's really cool mm-hmm. in the Catholic Church. Dude, I went to Latin Mass in Rapid once. It was Ooh. pretty cool. That's cool. Is it in Latin? Yeah, yeah. I've been to Latin. Do you have any idea what they're the, saying? The readings are in English yeah. and the homily is in English, but like, like the hymns. I mean, he's just praying to God, so <laughs> you follow. I mean, I followed along in a booklet because I did. I mean, oh, that's my so first you, time but, in English. Or, yeah, like, I could read the translation of what he was saying. Mm, okay. okay, Megan, I want to hear what would be a deal breaker for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, Actual I question. mean, I agree with what you guys are saying. I don't know. I I don't know if, like, political background is <gasps> That tough, could kind of be good. That's kind of a good one. I mean, oh, I guess if someone... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since I had this argument with a few people in my life, you know, um... <laughs> If they were, I guess this kind of goes along with, like, it can go along with religion. I mean, it would definitely be applicable to me. Like, if you're Catholic, you should be pro-life. Unless you're, you know, Joe Biden. Sorry. I had to bring it up. Sorry. Um, sorry, not sorry. Uh, <laughs> we yeah. don't really understand, Joe, how you're Catholic. Yeah. But just a fine. name. Just a name. We're just very it's okay. confused. It's, it's okay. kind of just destroying people's views of the Catholic Church, but it's okay. I think most people actually understand that. He does not actually follow He's the church exception. He goes to church, but he is not pr- yeah. very pr- a practicing Catholic. Right. Is that what you would, how you'd say it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. He should be like, technically excommunicated. Like, he should not, <laughs> he, he should not, no, he should not be able to receive the communion, like, receive communion. Okay, because he's doing all these things that are not. Because he's, like, literally standing in contradiction to church teaching. Yeah, you're church right. Church doctrine. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> anyway, yeah, pro, like, if you're pro-choice, like, I don't think I could... And that, yeah, like I said, that comes That's back to religion. That's a topic you feel so strong like, about. Yeah, I, I just don't think I would be able to relate to someone on that sense. Like, And then when it know. comes to your own family, Like, I'm convicted too. about it, so. Yeah. That's a really good point, actually, because Brady and I, for the most part, are the same on uh, political views. But when we have differing political views, we get in, like, some pretty mm. gnarly arguments. And I know couples out there who have completely different political views, and they can't like talk. Like, one right, one left. And they yeah. can't talk about politics. And mm-hmm. honestly, I think... Me, personally, I like that I can talk about politics with Brady because yeah. I think it's so freaking important. Yeah. Like, with oh, yeah. all the stuff going on in the U.S., whether like it's right gun, now, yeah. whether it's BLM, whether it's abortion, whether it's euthanasia, like whatever right it now. is, I think you need to have someone have the same moral. Yeah. I feel like it's morals. precisely yeah. the yeah, same. Yeah, like I said, we have a few different right. things. But the same moral standpoint where you can come to at least the same conclusion of, like, you're both trying to get the same thing done, even if it's not saying the same way, but you both, like... Yeah. You're pro-life versus you are pro-choice. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So that's yeah. actually a good point. Like, I do think politics is important. And some people make it work. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. fine, but I don't want that relationship. I want my relationship to be raw where we can literally talk about anything. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think it's important that you point out you don't have to agree on every little thing. But no. I, I think it's yeah. important that, yeah, you have the same moral compass yes. in the end. And I think it does definitely come down to, like you said, the couple, too. Because I think... Because it works for some Because it does work yeah. for some people. And some... And I, I, it's just, it's that conversation you need to sit down and be like, these are my 
like non-negotiables yeah these are my i think that's the biggest thing when it comes down to like quote-unquote deal breakers it's here's my non-negotiables can you meet all of them yeah and i think it's really important even if you're like someone out there like searching for a relationship to sit down and write that list out and know your own and know your own and have a conversation early on in the relationship because once feelings start getting involved it's really easy to be like that important because he's like really yeah. cute and he makes and, like, me laugh but and he, he makes me have like kids and i knew i wanted right to chin, but, like, yeah exactly no, not for, him, for him oh i'll have none exactly because yeah. like, once... that's not being true to yourself in the end right? yeah exactly yeah. honestly that would i mean that wasn't even the question but seriously write sit down write yourself a list of non-negotiables because that's gonna yeah you should do it now when be... you're not in a relationship yep. mm-hmm. and then you can look back mm-hmm. on them so my deal breaker is if you don't like Asian food. We love that. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Not, okay, that's like a, like a joke one, but like... Kind of I, true. I, if it's important to you, it's important to you. So I grew up in Asia, um, and rice is my favorite thing. And Tell us how, You just... Mim absolutely loves I, panda rice. Oh, panda <laughs> rice is trash. Honestly. Panda Express is fun trash. Fact, I was in Facts, which is like home ec, and we were told to cook rice, and I like made it like you normally make rice and I you if you don't know you have water and you put the rice in it yeah and then you like cook it under pressure and it cooks and it absorbs all the water that's not how you do minute made rice apparently what, what were they doing minute made rice so you just like dump the box into boiling water and I'm like Wait. this is not rice these are rat turds like this is not <laughs> and Panda oh Express gosh. is just you know it's okay if you eat it in the first like two minutes like a minute but then it becomes weird Anyway, I have, it's a, 25, I have yeah. a 25 pound bag of rice in my room right now. Wow, that's wild. My mom bought it for, for me. That is except, it's is it basmati or jasmine? It's jasmine, but mm-hmm. I wanted just like two small bags of each. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm picky about basmati. what rice I eat with what With what thing, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's not actually my deal breaker, but it kind of is. Um, no, to me, I just really want a man who's like running to Jesus and not even to me. Like just like so hardcore running in love and growing. This is something I've realized. Not somebody who's just, like, on fire in the moment, but somebody who's, like, constantly constantly striving and, Mm -hmm. like, growing towards God. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be, like, shown in a very flashy way, but just in a very subtly wanting to take on more responsibility Mm -hmm. in, like, the church or, um, Mm -hmm. and the possibility of, like, foreign travel, like, international living, I think, for me. Even though I don't know if that's what I want to do, but just the... That they would be open to it. They'd be, They'd open, be open to, to just the conversation, yeah. Yeah. Or the concept, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one, though. I mean, like, just, like, striving for holiness is yeah. really attractive. You not know? even mm-hmm. holiness. Like, just, like, on fire. Like, just, like, in love with God. I don't yeah. know. It excites me. But it's probably not good, because sometimes I meet guys that are, like, on fire for God, and I'm, like, so attracted. But I'm, like, I don't actually, like, like their personality in me, like, doesn't match. But, like, it's yeah. just... I think I think you can still be attracted to someone as a person without yeah. being like uh, interested in yes. them romantically. Yeah. Like there's yeah. some people that I'm very attracted to them as human beings. I'm like who you are as a person is very attractive yeah. to me, and I would love but to mirror like romantically. No, not like, romantically, just, not like, like sexually, not like anything just, like yeah. that. It's just like it's like I'm attracted to who you are as a person, character. who you are spiritually, yeah. character, even like fascinated. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Okay, so moving on, we're having some good fun here. Um, in along the same lines of relationships, you guys, best dating advice. I have none. <laughs> okay, I got something to say. I just like came to me. Um, 
first, this is what I'm going to be like with my children. There's a couple things. There's a couple things I've got to say. I love that your podcast listeners are your children. Yeah, hi, children. Um, first off, I always, like, it's always, like, annoying when your parents are like, you shouldn't be hanging out when, like, we're not there. I was, like, dating in high school, some and stuff like that. And I will say, the sexual drive is a very real thing, kids. And if you don't want to be having sexy time before marriage, oh you gotta have the boundaries. I'm serious. Like, yeah, for serious. dating, for, like, dating advice, because, like, it's really easy to just, like, get so super comfortable countries. with each other, and you love each other, and especially when you know that point that you're gonna marry each other. Like, yeah. you have to have boundaries set, and you have to have those conversations, and it's gonna be, and you both have to be on the same page. Like, yeah. if the other person is, like, oh, I'm just doing it for you, then they're gonna cross the line. Yeah. And so... That was my first thing of dating advice is on that. Or if you know that? that they're okay with crossing the line, all of a sudden you're like, oh, maybe like you know maybe they're it's okay. okay. With this, so maybe yeah. it's okay. And if you are not both there to stop up each other, yeah. yes, refer. Like I said, make yourself a list of non-negotiables. And if you do cross that line, like that's okay too. I'm just saying that it, it's very easy to cross that line, and if you have the idea like the goal to not cross the line and you have non-negotiables then you need to have that conversation and you need to set boundaries because let me tell you it's very easy to cross them okay and I, then can i have a note on oh, that yeah, real yeah. quick because yeah. it's very related and i don't think that line should be like at where you don't want to like it's like the next thing past that is like where you don't want to go i right. think you need to have like you're driving down a road you have a shoulder on the side the line is not at the very end of the road. Right. We don't want to walk up and touch the line and get as close <laughs> to it as possible. No, but like if you if you, no you go past touching. the line, you still you yeah. you can get back on the road and it's not like you've actually gone. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah. like you have like like something yeah. that's probably okay, but you're still like we don't want to go there because it could yeah. lead to other things. Yeah, right. So okay. like I'm gonna be honest. For me, I personally, I think. I really need to like write down a list for myself. Well, like knowing your, but I knowing your triggers to yeah. like what's gonna like put you in those kind of situations. Yeah, like, that, mm-hmm. It's also really hard though if you've never done anything. Well, this is I'm getting kind of sexual here, but you know there was a listener question that was very sexual, and we decided to cut it out because no one here felt comfortable answering it. But that's fine. Oh, uh, <laughs> Megan, uh, Megan is dying. I think about your audience and I get stressed out. Oh, it's okay. Oh, don't worry about it. I mean, um, this is important stuff to talk about. What was about I going to say? Too. What was I? Where was I? Not being crass. I was going to say that I think I like. Sex, oh, I know what I was going to say. Like kissing can just be a very like easy thing to be like oh it's just kissing and to me like and all of a sudden it's not and all of a sudden (laughs) it's not and i honestly all of a sudden your hands are where it like the point is to lead to like it keeps leading down this line and i personally i mean i need to actually make the commitment but and now i'm telling everybody on a podcast so that's great but i don't think i want to like be super physical because touch is my love language and that is very meaningful to me and even like kissing i think I think I need. I'm drunk. Just too, just too easy to slip up. It's too easy. To, and it's not even slip up, but just emotionally it's, it's attached about, to someone. It's about. It's a, and it's also about staying above reproach, yeah. too. You know. Okay, but other things that aren't sexual for best dating advice. <laughs> but I'm apparently a prude. So. Yes, Callie. Okay, I Make think it is okay. important to like not not for don't force it. Um, never feel stuck. Yeah, if it's um, not no working. No matter how long you've been in the relationship, um. It's important to know, like, um, you know, if there's more things than not that you're disagreeing on, like, 
big things. Uh, don't don't compromise on your main things. And yeah. Callie, because, you're speaking literally from experience because you yeah. had longer relationships. Yeah. Where yeah, you- and I did feel stuck, um, in certain times in my life, and like, in the relationship I'm in now, it's just um, it's not worth it, um, yeah. to compromise and give away parts of yourself, um, you know, to that person just thinking that they have to be it. Because um, you've been because, dating for a certain amount of time. Yeah, or like, like just yeah. like seeing like, okay, well, we've talked about marriage and like, I see that in our future. Um, you know, if you're not happy and um, you don't see a future and a long, prosperous life for them, with them, like, yeah, don't force it. I know people who never, are like together for six years, like dating, and then they broke up and yeah. they never got back to I it. I think. And they ended up marrying someone else. You know, the like biggest, it happened. I think the biggest piece of dating advice I could give um is to make sure that you are comfortable being alone because Mm -hmm. if you are not comfortable with it just being like you alone with your friends with jesus whatever if you are not comfortable just being alone and by yourself you will never have a solid ground to stand on when you are in um an unhealthy relationship to then get a lot of time you won't be able to to have that push, like you said, you'll feel stuck to get out of it. Because I think so many people, the reason they stay in it is because they're more afraid of being alone. Mm-hmm. And they're more afraid of that that feeling of loneliness and of not having someone there than, than they are of what being with the, the wrong person mm-hmm. long term could be. And just going off of even, you said in an unhealthy relationship... But even in a healthy relationship, like yeah. to have a healthy relationship, you need two individuals mm-hmm. that are yeah. okay with who they are and love themselves so that they can yeah. love one another. Also, yeah. I have something else to add to this because this is really funny that um, one of my professors said this. She said, I was telling my daughter, she had one of her first boyfriends. And she's like, and he was a great guy, but I could just tell that she was kind of annoyed by him and didn't love being with him all the time. And I said, hey, like having a boyfriend or like, like they, you should want to spend every single second with them. Like, yeah. you should not want to be away from them. That is, like, what love is and, like, what falling in love is and, like, what if you know you want to get married, that kind of thing. Like, if you don't like being around them sometimes, like, I don't even mean some like, like, Brady, like, yes, I get annoyed with him sometimes. Right. Right. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I still want to see him. And, like, right. I still want to, like, be with him, like, all day. I can spend a whole week with him and I love it. Like, that type of thing. If you're not enjoying yourself like- with that person or you can't see them every single day, it's not going to work. Yeah. Like, it's just not going to work. You should never want to leave them. Especially at the beginning when you're in the, like, honeymoon stage. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's my opinion. I have that. secondhand dating advice that I thought was really good. What was it? Um, about realizing your level of commitment. When you're mm. not, mm. like, when you are just first getting to know each other, we're not. There's no commitment to each other. Yeah. You are just testing the waters and you don't even know if you like each other yet. Don't. Yeah. Put yourself in a position where you're more committed than you are, you know? And yeah. then when you become engaged, you're not married yet. Yeah. You mm-hmm. have not, you are not taking that step of vows in front of, like, right. the church and God and, like, people you know. and Different level of commitment. Like, That's a, a different good level one. of commitment. Yeah. yeah. And I thought That's that true. was really good. And it was just kind of like, don't climb beyond the 100-foot cliff of commitment level and putting yourself a hundred feet up in the air for this person when you haven't committed that level to them. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. that make sense? That yeah, sense. totally. Yeah. 100%. Okay. 
So guys, we have been talking a lot about deeper things. We're going to move into some more fun, lighter, Yay. bubblier questions. Callie has one she's very excited to talk about. Dry shampoo. Oh, my best friend. <laughs> so, but those are still like listeners that in questions. So they want to know your thoughts on dry shampoo. Some people are against dry shampoo. She wants to know, wow. are you guys against dry shampoo? Are you for dry shampoo? And what dry shampoo do you recommend? All for it. I live for dry shampoo. <laughs> dry shampoo saves my life on the daily, 247. I love dry shampoo. I can shampoo. take a shower and my hair will be greasy. Before it's dry. <laughs> so, with that being said, Batiste or Batiste. I, I thought it was Batiste. I don't Batiste, know. Batiste. We're not sure how I say Callie, it. You can get it at Walmart, Target, anywhere. Get the big one. It's only like six bucks. Go I go through like a, one a month, which kind of seems like a lot. It probably is. Um, <laughs> soaks up Jenna, that oil. No, Jenna fairly does more. Jenna, I, <laughs> you know, like, I topped off one of your dry shampoos and I was telling them or Cameron about that oh. this summer and I felt really bad because I ditched for that wedding and then... I was like, I need to buy Jenna a new shampoo. So is everyone here, oh, is anyone here not for dry shampoo? I, I don't really love it. I don't love it. If I use it, I wash my hair. Like it's a, it does build up very it quickly. Builds up. I don't and think I, it's the greatest for your scalp health. No, I don't and think it, it's like, good you, Like some natural yeah, oil is good and it's just and you need absorbing some. it. But yeah. when you're in a pinch and you don't have time yes. to shower, very great. helpful. But See, I don't think you should go day on day. I was gonna say my Don't dry shampoo. me like that. I'm sorry, <laughs> Callie. I was gonna say my dry shampoo. I this definitely is like day five hair. It will be months before I have great. to buy a new one. Thank you. But See, and I don't use yeah. dry shampoo, and I have to shower my hair. Um, I, I like wash my hair every day because otherwise it smells like meat. Um, <laughs> um, I wash my hair once a week, and I wash mine twice. I wash, I wash my hair twice. once a week, and um, I use dry shampoo quite a bit because. My hair gets pretty greasy pretty quick. And also, not even that it gets greasy because, honestly, it's not, like, the worst thing in the world. Like, it still looks clean. But my hair is so, um, it's fine, but I have a lot of it. So, it's weighted down and it's not, yeah. like, the actual individual strands aren't coarse enough to actually, like, keep it, like, lifted. And so, I, I spray that stuff in there. I get the product build up. Texture. I love it to be, like, I like it to be icky. Like, it's it's gross. I like clean. I like my, my hair to be gross, so it looks cute. That's fair. My favorite is also, the Hask chia seed dry shampoo. Oh my gosh, that's my it, favorite. It is Jenna's too, and you guys, it's actually on our like to know it right now. We'll go ahead and add yours, Callie. Okay, we'll add it to our like to know it. Any sense? If like, we can get a I've cute pic of you holding it, that would be great to share on the pod, fam. So they just know how much you love it. Also, um, not your mother, not oh, your mother's. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They've changed their formula since the last time I tried it, which was like back in high school, but I recently tried it because they were out of the hask that I liked and it was like a coconut flavor and it smelled like the beach and coconut. And oh it was yeah. Amazing. That is good. And it was not your mother and it's the blue one and it was the dry shampoo and it was I was going to say, I had that one in high school and I really did not like it. I really I didn't thought like it was it. like very thick. And yeah, like, I really didn't like it in high school. It a lot of residue. Yeah, I didn't really like it in high school, but when I tried it this last time, it it, it, it did the job. I still like Task better, but it's definitely up there on, on roasted paper. Batiste, I'm not going to lie, it's cheap. You can find it anywhere. Yeah. That's why it's my go-to. They do have a lot of scents, yeah. though. They yeah, do. They, they have do. several scents. And they have they the tinted have a, stuff. Yeah, yeah, they have a dark one. Because like, dry shampoo can kind of get like whitish in your yeah. hair. Which is great so, for like, me, people like me who are For like, brunettes and stuff, though, yeah. they, have a, they have a brown one. That's kind of cool. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's really cool. And it kind of smells like chocolate. Okay, next question. Um, okay, next question. Questions. Shaving versus waxing. Huh? Shaving. Waxing hurts. Um, I would wax if I could. But... This is interesting yeah. because I... Also cost. I had just told... I told Brady this That's a week nice. ago. And then, you guys, I was in the airy fitting room trying on a bikini. 
today, you know, getting my, getting my summer bikini ready. And I walked out and I was like, you guys, I'm really sorry about my situation right now. Like, I am not. Situation is not situated. Situation is not situated. And I told Brady a week ago and then I told him today, I said, I decided, I made the executive decision that I will be getting a bikini wax this summer, like every month or however often you do it. You have to wait a little while because you have to like grow yeah. up, blah, blah, blah. But I am doing that this summer. I'm in a bikini wax because I'm tired of razor burn. You should report back. I will. Yeah. I'm actually going to make an appointment with Blue. I'm going to call and be like. You'll like, I want to get a bikini wax. What's the deets? Like, do I have, how long does everything got to be right untouched for before we get this um, ripped off? I went to Ulta <laughs> and I got like the home wax kit, whatever. And last summer I did a bikini wax like probably three, four different times. And, and like three out of the four times it went swimmingly and i did like my underarms too oh and then there was a story you told on i think yeah. you actually might have even told it on the pod i might have told it on the pod legs I, up ac blaring yeah and like had big old burn marks unwell. like right along my bikini line right before a lake day it was unwell but the other like that was, was the say, only time it ended badly so do you you go for waxing or over shaving um for the most part i would probably say shaving but waxing is really nice like if you can afford to get it done professionally i would probably say and we waxing. looked it up because we were callie was like i think it's like a hundred dollars um and it's forty dollars uh the for place. a bikini but 60 for, for the full for brazilian. brazilian yeah six dollars for the full brazilian so i don't think i would ever get the full and brazilian. that was at a salon in brookings, in right? brookings but it's a bougier salon and it's in brookings so if you guys are from smaller towns it might i don't know you'd be cheaper yeah. Maybe bigger towns, it might be more expensive. Yeah, yeah. I guess it probably depends where you go, just like anything, you know. Okay, so guys, favorite fashion trends for spring and summer upcoming. Like, what what are you looking forward to? I'm a personal (laughs) minimalist. Minimalist. That was not on purpose. That was funny. Um, Minimalist. So I don't know why my fashion sense is about five years behind. Callie, what did you like today, like, when we were out looking or anything? You bought you bought a couple of summery shop tops. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Peplum? Am I saying that right? What does that Peplum. mean? Peplum. Peplum. Thank you. It, like, kind of, I don't know. Flares out at the waist. At the, yeah. Well, like, at the Natural midline. Waist. I picked it out. Oh, you like the little, yeah, the little, dot, okay. the little dotted ones? Like the little Swiss dot. Thank you. Why? I'm the fashion major, and I'm really struggling over here right now. <laughs> Thank you, Megan. Um, I guess we're getting the meat. They're both fine. Um... Yeah, it's, I don't know. I just don't have a strong opinion. I really like, like, basic things. Okay, you do have a strong opinion, though, because when we were showing you stuff today, you I know what I don't like. Yeah, you know what you liked, and you know what you didn't like. I don't really know what I like, though. I just Mm. know what I don't like. You You know, that's a, that's a start. Yeah. Yeah. That is a start. What about you, Megan? What trends are you into? Uh, Yeah, I don't really, I mean, I don't. Megan, you are fashion forward. You are pretty mm-hmm. fashionable. I don't really know. Your outfit today, on point. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, you know jackets. what's in. You know what's in. I, you might I have a little bit of like the like West River or more like a Midwestern style, but you are definitely in style. I like, I'm not yeah. like super bold in my style at all. I like try to keep things pretty plain. But like the shacket, like a lot of people don't still don't know what a shacket is and you I have one. Yeah, I didn't, you know I, I've never heard the word shacket yeah. until today. Yeah. I don't know. So that's my point. I like, uh, I like the gingham pattern for like spring i just like think that's fun and you like classy the, what was it that on that like bikini checkered. you liked was that the gingham or is that mm-hmm. like you was a gingham yeah yeah that was cute what's a picture it's like picture the black and white checker like like the pants you tried on black and white like the yeah it could be had? it could be red and, the town's be... tooth isn't it no it, it's uh-huh. a little different like okay. not the exact pants i had but like yeah. kind of similar okay yeah, look okay show them, show them yep. show our picture okay um 
I feel like I've already talked about them. You and I already talked about this in a different yeah. episode. So we'll just let you guys talk on this. If you have anything else to add, I don't need that. Because um, I can go on. So today I purchased, purchased a jacket, and that's my favorite spring outfit. I yes. don't know. I don't know if this is a classy jacket. It's a classy, classy jacket. What color I feel is like it? a professor. It's like a it's light so green. green. It's the sage green, and I dig the sage green. Everything in my closet. It's like is right sage above, green. like the knees are like mid thigh. Yeah, I got it at Bohm. Um, so shout out to my saleswoman who showed it to me and made me spend money on it. But it's fabulous. <laughs> Your choice. <laughs> yeah, it was my choice, but I think I would regret it not buying it. So. That's my spring outfit. But I also buy things for, like, years. So I have a pair of shoes that I wore this whole winter. And that's all I wore this winter. And then you also bought a pair of... talk about everything oh, I bought. Okay. Okay. That's fine. It was okay. too much. Um, moving on. Everyone gets one go-to meal idea. Or even how you get meal ideas. Or even how you get meal ideas. Yeah, I, that's fair. What I do is, you guys know, like, the little save tab? The little bookmark tab on Instagram? Oh, yeah. Whenever I see anything I that someone that. likes, even if it's not, like, they don't have a recipe, but I'm like, ooh, that looks like a good combination that sounds good for me to eat next week, I just save it, and then I'll either make my own version of it, or I'll find a recipe to make it. Yeah. Also, I'll go look at Pinterest for meal ideas, and I have a pin mm-hmm. of yeah. things I've never made before. I also have a recipe, like, I keep all my recipes in the spot, so sometimes I'll just look through them and be like, what yeah. am I feeling this week? Yeah. Um, that's my... Yeah. Um, I will shout out a meal idea for those who like beef i know cameron can't eat beef but and i know some people have like less access to it like i don't know we have custom beef we take to the butcher and we get it back and so like we get really like good roasts you know like for decent price because it's our home raised beef but like throwing that in the crock pot in the morning eight hours you put like a can of mushroom soup with like lipton onion soup mix carrots onions and potatoes, I mean, you can, like, definitely alter it to your liking, but, like, eight hours later, on low. What is it, then? Roast beef. Like, oh, oh yeah, you put a roast in I don't oh. know. If and you said mushroom soup, like, cream of mushroom? Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's, like, good. so tender and so yummy and, and so easy. with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just, like, something super simple that you don't really have to think about too much. But, like, I mean, I don't really Those get to make meals. that often, but. Okay, that's good. That is good. Does yeah. anyone else have ideas? Um, I've been really digging, um, like, garden, garden wraps lately. Not garden wraps. Spring rolls. Sorry. Mm. Spring rolls with, like, the, like, chewy rice paper, you know? Yes. And some peanut sauce. You guys. Spicy peanut sauce. And I, like, that chili garlic paste that you put in the peanut sauce. Oh. That stuff mm, is super mm, good. Um, I made some the other day, and, like, uh, you do, like, the... What is it called? The like sp- uh, the sprigs, like the the microgreens or whatever. Oh, I love microgreens. Microgreens, and I did like some carrots and some cucumber and some avocado, mm-hmm. and then you like just roll it all up, and then you dip it mm-hmm. in the sauce, and you mm, it's very so good, good very you guys. Good. Sushi sounds so good right now, mm-hmm. and it's like and it's light, and a lot of times I get home late at night, and so I like lighter things at night because I eat yeah. it. And then I am only up for like another hour. Right. So you don't want to be like digesting while you're yeah, while I'm sleeping. Yeah. And I just don't like how I feel the next morning. So I've been trying to do lighter meals and then have my heavier meals at lunch. So that's a good lighter meal that I like to do at night. Yeah. yeah so for me, I, my meals have changed a lot lately. I was diagnosed with celiac disease in August. And um, as I'm just like navigating the gluten-free world, I found like gluten-free pasta is like 
probably the best carb and I am a big carb lady always have been probably always will be um, and I make a really good like homemade Alfredo sauce I think it's pretty good you make it's, a mean Alfredo it is it's, really good hey Sally what are you making us for lunch tomorrow well tomorrow I'm making the TikTok pasta but with goat cheese instead of feta and I'm, I'm very super excited, excited. I'm so excited and I also got spinach and prosciutto too and I think it's gonna be wonderful but yeah, I'm like really my, stepping out of your comfort zone with that. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm very excited yeah. for you. you I really, me. I really like yeah, you for all indulging. sorts of you pasta. Like it. <laughs> lasagna is always a really fun one. Dude, I think. that lasagna you made that one time. <laughs> and the gluten free noodles, like yeah, like I said, like gluten free bread, I really don't like at all. Um, it's really really dense. Um, I haven't really found one that's great. But like the pasta, I like can barely tell a difference. So. That's just, like, been helpful, like, for my comfort zone lately. I tried to obviously not eat it, like, super regularly. But back to my Alfredo sauce. All it is is butter, garlic, cream, and Parmesan cheese. And it's amazing. And you can spice it up however you like. I like, like, fresh fresh cracked pepper in it. Um, Yeah. So I'm a big pasta lady. So those are a couple of recommendations for me. Love that. So I personally, it's like a family favorite, but we don't make it that often. It's called Chicken Marabella, and you can look it up online. Ina Garten's Chicken Marabella. I don't know what recipe my family uses, but delicious. We have it on rice because my family, but mm-hmm. I think you have it with potatoes or what is like it? Pasta. What is it exactly? So it's chicken. I was looking it up. Um, chicken cooked with like olive oil, red wine vinegar, um, pitted prunes, which makes it like this yeah. sweeter thing green olives oh i need to make this garlic um oregano black pepper yeah yeah but it's like and brown sugar and white wine and it's this sounds it's really good so good i cannot and the skin gets kind of crispy and it's sweet but it's like the perfect amount of sweetness oh. and it has like this sauce that's like everything's created and all the juices and you pour it over like plain basmati send, okay, rice. So send, basmati. Basmati. Get the stuff. So send right me right. that link and we will share that with you guys on the Instagram. So good. So do you like blend it up no. to make the sauce? No. So do you have chunks of prune? It's like slight, like very thin. I, I don't think my family uses prunes if I'm being honest. What I don't remember Marcy being use? prunes. I don't know. I'll ask her. Okay, but it's okay. definitely sweet, so there's something. I'm sorry, I've, I think prunes, prunes kind of freak it. me out. Like I'm not a, a picky prunes. eater. I am not so a peak. I'm not a picky eater, but like, wait, what? The pickiest person here likes right. that. I think, <laughs> listen, not that. Listen, yes, you my are. whole deal, you guys. Just quick little side note, and then we can move on and wrap this episode up because it's getting a little long. However, you guys, I think that. I'm the least pickiest eater in the entire world. I would like I enjoy Brussels sprouts and like I cooked love spinach. Brussels sprouts. Okay, I, I am the- Okay, I sorry. I have one interjection. I want you to know in college I was known as the garbage disposal because I would eat anything. <laughs> you are so not though. You're all like, this is out of my comfort zone. What is this? Okay, well I you make think- some really like you make very interesting foods like from backgrounds that I've never experienced, mm. and I think that's why. But like. Like, yeah, someone had half a sandwich and they're, like, going to throw it away. I'm like, nah, brah. Like, right here. Uh, right here. Right here. <laughs> That's the probably garbage disposal. Yeah. The garbage disposal. But she, she'll, she'll try. Yeah, I will try everything. You will. Though. I do. You will try everything at least once. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Which I really And there really appreciate. isn't that much that I really no. don't like. And, like, yeah, sometimes I'm, I maybe make fun of the like, food you make. But that's also because I feel like I was raised on such, like, a... Mid- standard Midwest, diet yeah. Midwest, like I eat Midwest, what yeah. you wake up you fry some eggs and bacon and toast lunch you're probably gonna have a sandwich and soup supper steak and potatoes like yeah. that's the life i yeah. live yeah that's fair enough 
And mm. I never had any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I hate prunes, though. They freak me out. No, I don't hate prunes. Do they freak me out. Do negative association with them? Because, because of old people? Poop? No, no. Because okay. when I was younger, my mom, whenever we were freaking constipated, she would serve They them. are a very good source of fiber. Um, she would she would pull out the little bag of prunes. And that was the only time we got prunes. So I think that now oh, I, am, I associate it with you don't pooping and being constipated. the prunes and chicken marabella. Like, yeah, they're but very still, small. it freaks me out. They're like prunes. Then just take it out of this. Situation. It's like an olive. If you don't want to eat the olives, don't eat the olives. I mean, it doesn't taste like olives. I made like sweet olives. and sour chicken this last week, it's and I so forgot good. how good sweet and sour chicken is. It's so good. Okay, moving on. Okay, um, next question before our final question is, um, how to stay motivated to work out? Um, I think oh, like delicious. liking, liking, finding a workout that you actually enjoy. Like, don't force yourself to run if you hate, hate running. Cardio. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not going to help you, like, want to get up. And I don't know. I think it's more about, like, making it a habit and not, like, having a super strict goal by a certain yeah. time. Like, and I want to lose 20 pounds in, like, I don't know, three months or whatever. Like, yeah, just stick to, like, a habit of being, and like, healthy it, lifestyle. Like, you know? Do it because, you yeah, and do it because, it, like, it feels, it makes you yeah. feel feel good like you you actually feel better afterwards like your body feels better yeah you can breathe better you feel healthier um also like for me a couple things that I do when I don't want to go to the gym is I which I know everyone's gonna say that this is a good thing and I feel like I have a lot of healthy habits this is probably one of my not the best is I just take pre-workout I take pre-workout before I go to the gym because lots of times I don't feel like I have the energy to go to the gym and I've stopped taking pre-workout I take it's actually called amino energy it's supposed to be more natural sustainable energy and I take that and then I feel, and then it gives me energy, and then I want to get to the gym. And also just get up, or whatever you're doing, get your gym clothes on, and take your pre-workout, put your headphones in, and then you're already in the mindset. I always say the hardest part about working out is getting to the gym. Oh, yeah. Once you're at the gym, you're fine. You're fine, yeah. Yeah. And, then and you no- think of every excuse on your way there before, yes. while you're getting ready. Yeah. And also yeah. just do it, because like the longer yeah. you sit there and think about it and do yeah. all this stuff, you're wasting time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing I'd like to say is, I, when I like my gym clothes, and the clothes that I'm in, in yeah. working out yeah. in... I feel I'm way more productive. I yeah. feel like I know you're what cute, I'm doing. You're feeling yourself. Yeah, so I actually like like your workout yeah. clothes. As Cameron's ga- grandma would say, just do it before well, Nike yeah. said it. <laughs> I she is told yeah. me this. You just I, do I it. think another really important thing is start somewhere. <laughs> And start yeah. start small even. Yes. Even yeah. if it's going there, walking on the treadmill for twenty minutes, half hour, something like that. And that's all you just do. get yeah. just get comfortable. You know, yeah. the first week or you know, wherever you're going. Or even just going And don't discount. Don't discount just going for a while to go for a walk or something like that. Right. Like and you don't, did something. Don't beat yourself yeah. up for that. No, that's like a starting spot. And I think you can you know, you can just grow like after, you know, you get comfortable. Autumn, um, oh sorry. No, go ahead. Autumn Calabrese, I don't know. I ha- I have beach body, whatever. But like her motivational things she says during the workouts are kind of nice. But like the one of the things she says is like the worst workout you can do is the one that you didn't do. Mm-hmm. And like you don't have to be like where you where you want to be. It's like be better than you were yesterday. Yeah. And like another thing <laughs> is that like if you do like miss a few days of working out, like yes, do not beat yourself up because. Yeah. That is like the hardest thing yeah. to get back you don't live on the track. Out. No. Yeah. Like you're like, oh shoot, I messed up two days. Now like I've like completely ruined my whole workout plan. Like psh, this sucks. And then you feel like you lose all that motivation. It's like, no, just get back to it. Like you or, just get it back. Yeah. Or even like, like for me, cause I, 
I have consistently been working out for years, like, yeah. that I go to the gym all the time. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, I'm not going to, like, if I miss a day, I'm not going to just not go the next day because it's kind of part of my routine. But I sometimes feel so guilty if I don't go. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, on Friday, I had time to go to the gym after my yoga class, but I felt out of it and I didn't feel well and I had a bunch of homework to do before, like, coming here and, like, and then had to get to work and all that stuff. And I had worked out four days that week already because I usually try to work out, like, five days. Like, it's it's kind of almost, like, an addiction for me. And I literally struggled with, like, feeling anxiety about not going when because I, I didn't get there. And I think that you need to, like, like that's okay. I got a there, healthy boundary. Yes, I got there four days that week. Yeah. I need to be okay with when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. And I, like, I, that's, and I know it's not okay. And I told Brady, I'm like, Brady, I feel bad that I'm not going, but I know it's, like, I need to tell myself it's okay because I can't push myself. Because I especially, I didn't feel very good after yoga. Yeah. Like, I had donated plasma the night before, and I think I was exhausted, honestly. Yeah. And so I was, like, feeling out of Listening it. Listening to your body is so Yeah. Important. And so, like, I know that I sometimes, like, make, I work out when I maybe shouldn't be working out. But, so also um, being just, careful with that. Yeah, being careful that <laughs> because not too, too yeah. much. Megan kind of touched on this a little bit, but I think... Um, at work, we've been talking a lot, like they've been talking a lot in their meetings and kind of the focus for like this year and our business plans and stuff. They're, they've been talking about like, um, actions as opposed to outcomes. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you are just doing actions in pursuit of an outcome, you will get discouraged in the middle of performing those actions. So like the biggest point is like, Hey, we're going to do this, this, and this to promote shoe sales, not to, not to get our shoe sales up to, you know, a hundred by the end of the month or whatever the heck, but we're just going to continuously repetitively do these actions because it's what we're doing and it's what we're passionate about. And it's what we want to do. And we want to get the team excited about it. And then if we don't make it, okay, we're not going to get discouraged about it. So it's all about doing the actions without expecting a certain outcome. So if you are just working out to lose weight, you're going to get discouraged yeah, and you're going to want to give up. If you are working out just to get definitive abs or to get definitive butt muscles or whatever the heck, you're going to get discouraged and you're going to want to give up. Or at least I know personally I do. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. So I think keeping that in mind is to do the action, to do the action for the love of doing the action because it's good for you to do the action and not necessarily some arbitrary outcome. Mm-hmm. That is I think that that point. could be true for like literally any anything in life mm-hmm. honest to goodness yeah I'd also like to see like if you're doing the same workout consistently for a couple of years like have the same routine and stuff you might not see progress you're just gonna see uh maintenance maintenance, maintenance. Yeah. yeah you're gonna look the same yeah and if you which want to fine. see and if you want to yeah which is totally fine and you need to realize be like I don't see any progress it's like well, you're maintaining a healthy body. Yeah. yeah, like you're, you know what I mean? It's right. like, and if you yeah. want to see something else, then you probably just need to change your workouts to mm-hmm. Right. But then like you once you yeah. get to that level, level, you're still going to have to like maintain that. Maintain level, that, Which is yes. like going to obviously require more effort. Right, time, yeah. Right? So just keep that in mind because I feel like my body's kind of looked the same the past couple of years. And sometimes I'm like, right. dang, I'm going to the gym. Like, why am I not seeing any progress? And it's like, because I'm doing the same workout. Right, yeah. Like if I want to see more I was thinking about my full body tone class I've been going to, and I was like, t- I was telling the girls, I was like, guys, can you see any definition in my arms at all? I'm like, I really feel like these these workouts are taking it up a notch, you know? But you have to like right. keep doing that. To, I don't know. Yeah. Um, also, it's okay if you're not in a season in your life where you can work out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a, I don't, I think it's important to realize that um, a quote unquote healthy lifestyle isn't black and white, honestly, uh, because like me. Bo- 
I work two jobs right now, and both of them are extremely physical, and I'm being active. Like, like you're walking. Like, two, that four, might seven. Be you're walking, like, I'm walking yeah. everywhere. I'm lifting heavy boxes. I'm being very active. I probably burn more calories at my two day jobs than the average person who works an office job burns when she goes to an, yeah. to the gym for an hour at the end right. of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think being honest with yourself about, like, are you in a season of your life? Or even if you're, like, super busy with school and then plus a job and you're trying like to raise a kid. Or, like, if you're a waitress, like, you're running whatever, around your feet a lot. You know, be honest with yourself. Like, yeah. like, going to the gym does not mean, like, you don't necessarily need to go to the gym to make sure that you are staying active and being healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you, like, be honest with yourself. Yeah. And honestly, you might not be in a time in your life where going to the gym is a realistic thing for you. I only get to the gym probably twice a week. Like, and... That is pretty dang good for me most That's of the amazing. time. That's amazing. That's amazing for me sometimes. I don't go to the gym. Um, also, I don't like it. I will never, and I have said this before, sometimes mm-hmm. it, like, literally nothing motivates me to go to the gym. I can't even sit here and say, this is, what's, this is what motivates me because I have never ever in my entire life been motivated to go to the gym ever, and that's when discipline comes in. Yeah. You guys, and I will never enjoy working out. It is not something that I enjoy to do. I enjoy, like, swimming. Uh, for fun like not laps not like that kind of thing i enjoy just for fun i enjoy splashing around going out a slide (laughs) like like jumping off the diving board and then swimming to the ladder like that is my version of like so fun right now the thing is like running a cardio lift like lifting weights squatting whatever the heck it happens to be biking anything like that I don't like it. Even, like, going on, like, a walk and, like, talking with a friend, I'm like, cool, can we, like, go, like, sit down and have a cup of coffee and do this instead? Like, I'm <laughs> I love that so much. So, honest to goodness, you guys, you could read all the motivational things in the world. You could have the best, baddest playlist out there. You could have the newest workout clothes, whatever. Sometimes what it's going to come down to is discipline. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to come down to. And that is going to be my best advice because I have never liked working out. I will never like working out. I at least don't foresee it happening anytime in the future, to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. And so it comes down to discipline a lot of the time. I hate gym environment, so I want to go on hikes and... And some people don't like right, that. which is some fine. want to play tennis, mm-hmm. or they want to play I want to play tennis, and I like doing those things. Yeah. So maybe not necessarily working out, but just like, yeah. just like being active. Yeah. Just being active yeah. in general. Don't, yeah, don't think it has to I don't, be in the gym. Right. Yes. It doesn't have to be in the gym. Because some people do just hate yeah. the gym. But I whatever know. version of it is, you might just have to come to the realization that you will never be motivated ever, and it will just have to exactly. come down to discipline. Yeah. Like, yeah. heck, if you're lifting calves to the barn during calving season, that's freaking work. That is freaking work. Like, a lot of farmers or ranchers, they're getting their physical exercise Absolutely. in. Right also, me and Callie, Callie's been a CNA for a lot longer um, and knows. But like that, after working 12 hours or you're probably you know, longer, you're yeah. like, nope, I don't need to do anything else. I lifted yeah. a 200 pound person too. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. I'm While good. simultaneously walking over 200 or 200 <laughs> 20,000 steps yeah, like, in a 12 hour shift like that. That's I'm like, total norm. that was my calves after Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, kids. To wrap this up, uh, everyone's going to go around, except for me and Jenna, because we literally did this in last week's episode. Don't you think we don't need to do this? And tell us what your plan is in five years, your goal in five years, something you want to accomplish in the next five years. Just anything, really. Um, Just some forward thinking. Some forward thinking. Some forward thinking. Yes. Last last thoughts last, in case yes. we don't get you on here for another hot minute. Five years. I guess oh, I'm the youngest, so I feel like it's not as stressful. I mean, I plan to just graduate college. In the that's next, honestly true. That's you have four years. Year. Yeah. Four more years. Um, 
So it'd be a seven Wild. I know. You guys are all done, and I'm, like, just starting. I mean, I, I never here, started, so. so kudos to you. Pushed you. <laughs> Jenna can still yeah. go yet. <laughs> yeah, um, and then probably, like, that'll be, like, my first year of job, I guess, in five years. Um, I don't really have any plans besides that. I mean, I would enjoy being in a relationship at the end of that, like, the last couple years so but I, you know that's, that's what I that's what I told myself too ha, ha, I know ha. exactly like this is not <laughs> right that's okay forward when thinking comes, forward thinking we love that we love to hear it I'm also okay with um being the evangelical version of a nun whatever <laughs> that is never just basically um I don't know like it kind of like fascinates me I know so many older women that are like single and just love God and it I, I if that it's quite inspiring it is it takes really a very inspiring. it takes a very special strong woman yes it's to quite inspiring when i'm it really happy inspiring. that it was not my life but yeah. i think i'm a um i'm a it's verbal a processor it I, is a calling it is a calling mm-hmm. in itself to stay single honestly yes, Kelly, that is a very good point anyway so There's i've like, been thinking about that recently but i also am not like rejecting the fact that like god could be somebody in my life you're you're open to you're you're very open to whatever yeah the big man but upstairs I, has in store for you but I also am a verbal processor, and I would need a dog. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, so going off kind of what you said there, um, as I'm thinking of, like, my plan, uh, my great-grandma, she still always says, like, we plan and God laughs. Yeah. Because, like, he, he knows what's going to happen. He, you know, he he wrote the plan. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I guess for me, um, yeah, come August, I'll be moving in with one of my college best friends, Drew, in Kearney, Nebraska. Can't wait. Um, very excited to start my nursing career down there. Um, not sure what specialty I'll be working in, but I'm hoping to get lots of really good critical care experience in my first couple of years as a nurse. Um, in five years, do you plan to be married and have babies? Um, I, I would, I see myself married in five years. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll be 28, which kind of makes me want to puke. <laughs> um, oh. so I'm not to 30, like really close. Um, so yeah, I guess I would think I would probably be pregnant. Um, yeah. At least somewhere I'm, in there? Kind of starting a family, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would be nice. I don't know. We'll okay. see. Um, yeah, the plan is to move to Kearney, see how I like it there. My boyfriend lives, um, on a farm a little ways out, so, so see weird. if I can... See if I can see I don't myself like that for me. growing a family there and my life and if so if that's god's will then yeah we'll get married and that'll be that megan uh it's a little stressful to think about just because i mean i don't really know what i'm doing in my life and i feel like i there are a lot of different ways that like different paths that i could go on and Mm -hmm. yeah just trying to be open to god's will and, which, I mean, like, I want to conform my life to his mm-hmm. and, like, will for me. So, I mean, I, maybe go back to school after, I don't know, a year or so of my job. If I have an opportunity to do that, I would maybe consider that for sure. And get um, your master's, correct? Yeah. Um, but I would, like, maybe consider law school, like, working, I don't mm-hmm. know, just working as a meat inspector. Like, we have to follow federal regulations and there's a lot to do with laws actually in the egg industry that, I don't know, it seems really prevalent at the moment, especially with 
yeah, country of origin labeling, which is a different topic, but, <laughs> um, I ideally would like to be married and maybe possibly, I know five years, like can be a lot, a lot of time, but also can be like, I don't know. No pretty, time at all. Pretty like... quick for some people. It's like, Oh, I don't know. But it would be nice to be at least in a relationship. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. See yeah. what. Yeah, God's plan is. Kelly again. Sorry. I kind of forgot. Yeah, I would think about going back to school, I guess, in the next five years, yeah. too. I mean, I like I was thinking about it the other day, and like, this is my... Se- I'm in 17th grade right now. Like, That's crazy. Like, I've, all I've known is school. Like, what I would you go back for? Uh, probably my nurse practitioner or, um, like, a certified... Like, a CRNA, a nurse oh. anesthetist. Um, I Dude, those really guys cool. make bang. They do. They make they make pretty good money usually. So um, Callie's gonna be buying us supper when we all go around. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. But yeah, I think like continuing to learn all the time is really cool. Mm-hmm. And like, there's just really cool opportunities in the world. You know, yeah. like and Megan even... was saying how like she's studying agriculture and doing these things in agriculture, but like how law plays in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Keep there's learning so your whole things. life, guys. That's, That's what I was about to say. Advice. I'm like, even if you don't go on to use it. Like, anyone ever who, even if they, like, spent, you know, all this money on, like, an education and ended up being a stay-at-home mom, they're like, I will never, ever, 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 ever regret. Regret. <laughs> regret. <laughs> regret. For no regret. No education. No lagwagas. also <laughs> important to know, like, say, for instance, Jenna, Jenna didn't go to college, but, like, it doesn't always have to be formal education. Like, no, yeah. go out of the way to educate yourself, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do, do your own research. Guys, once I wrote no regrets on my chest, I remember that, and yes. I just felt it wrong, and not even the wrong wrong. Not the right wrong, but the, the wrong, wrong wrong. For the reference. What movie is that from? It's a meme. I don't know. No, it's that like Meeting the Millers. We're the Millers. We're the Millers, yeah. That's a funny movie. We should watch it's that. It's also kind yeah. of a bad movie. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to go watch like... We're the Millers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, no regrets. Thank no you regrets. guys for joining us for this little conversation, answering some questions, getting into some top, like good topics. Some deep topics, uh, some light topics. We hope you learned something or at least you know what dry shampoo Callie loves and you're going to try it. Um, you might be on the other side screaming at us because you disagree. We don't really care. This is our podcast. We do what we want. Um, but we love you and we hope you tune back in again next week. And leave a good review. Oh, yes. Thank yeah. you, Megan. Yes. Go and subscribe Megan. if you're not subscribed. Yes. And if, you, if you wish to share your opinion, I'm sure Cameron and Jenna would love to yeah. hear it. Yeah. We, we actually love your DMs. Wow, you guys are really good. A third note from Mim, I've eaten half a block of brie tonight during, during this, podcast. this podcast. Oh, one other plug. I don't know. I know we're like pretty far into the year. And I know, like, a lot of listeners, you might not be Catholic, but you might be interested in reading a Bible in the year, the Bible in a year. There's a Bible in the year podcast, and oh. it is really oh. cool. It's like 20 minutes a day. Father Mike reads the readings. Okay, well, do you want to share it on our Instagram, Megan? If you want yeah. To. So okay. we'll share that on the Instagram. Um, rate, leave a review, um, slide into our DMs, at Coffee and a Combo Podcast on Instagram. Oh, geez, if anyone wants to follow on Instagram... Well, Megan is not on Instagram. It maybe is like on a major like phone break, and um, Callie hardly ever posts. But um, but we'll tag them all anyway at Coffee <laughs> to Combo Podcast on our Instagram. We'll tag them on the Instagram. Picture. And if you have I any further questions for Instagram. any of us, hit up the DMs. Callie uh, wants to just talk to you. Yeah, I know. I like that Alfredo recipe. Like for real, it's pretty good. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. I could probably give it to Cameron and Jenna. But if you really want it, hit us in the DMs. Hit us in the DMs. All right, you guys. We love you, and we will. You will hear us again.
next week. Thank you.